0: Welcome back to another episode of GEMS Podcast with Genesis Amaris Kemp, where the core pillars are to educate, inspire, and motivate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this segment. Welcome back to another segment here on GEMS Podcast. For those of you that are new to the community, welcome in. For those seasoned listeners, thank you so much for listening to another segment. With me today is a special guest by the name of Elle Edwards. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about who she is, and then we'll bring her on. So Elle Edwards, she likes to help you be youer. That's you, the person God created you to be in intentional, expectant relationships with your creator. You're great at being you, so now it's time to hear God's heart and be you -er. Why? Because God loves you. You have his heart. He wants to do life with you. This isn't simple about you being you, right? This is about you being you in relationship with God, using the biggest, most expensive, definition possible. Active, daily, talking to each other and hearing one another's heart kind of relationship. God wants to do life with you so why not bring on L Edwards who helps you be youer and intentional with God. Welcome Elle.
1: Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> wow I love I love the way you read it oh it's brilliant. It's <laughs> my oh. pleasure. and actually that- before- it's, it's it's actually Yuya, but it's one of those words i had this conversation with god about two years ago when he said to trademark it i said yeah but people can't say it because of the ier and the american accent it's sort of it's a struggle so you did a great job though i have to say <laughs>
0: thank you so much so let's um do the connection segment so i want you to decide whether you want to do an icebreaker or a rapid fire 10 question game, because it will give the audience a chance to learn a little bit more about you in a fun, personal and professional manner before we discover how you help people be
1: you Let's go rapid fire. Cause I listened to a few of these on your, and I was like, oh, that sounds like so much fun.
0: <laughs> Here we go, y'all. We're playing rapid fire with Genesis and Elle. Question number one where are you joining us from so <laughs> in south wales in the uk ooh okay so y'all don't confuse it for aussie she's actually british <laughs> yeah question 2 what is your favorite food
1: ooh oh golly uh probably a curry i think I like i like lots of food but curry
0: question 3 if you could trade places with anyone for 24 hours, would you trade places or remain yourself?
1: Ooh, for 24 hours, I probably would trade places, but I don't know who I'd trade places with. Hmm, Doctor Who for 24 hours, so I could go and have fun in the TARDIS.
0: Question four, would you rather a dream car, dream home, or heck, let's go big and have a boat? <laughs>
1: well, let's say both. <laughs>
0: Question five, if money was no option,
1: where would you be headed? I like where I live here. I have a real heart for Natalie, so I'm going to say right here. (laughs) Question six, you just won
0: the lottery. However, you must pick three charities of your choice to donate to before the proceeds are released. What charities are you contributing to?
1: Oh, good question. So one of them is a charity called Open Doors, which uh, they, I don't know if you'll have heard of them. They help uh, persecuted Christians uh, in parts of the world where it's not safe to be a Christian. Another one, I already donate to um, uh, Cancer Research. So they'd be number two. Number three, I think someone local. I can't think of a local charity. I can't give you a name though, but something here in in town that would help local people.
0: Love it and that shows servant leadership, y'all. Question seven. What is your drink of choice? Coffee, tea, or something else?
1: <laughs> if you'd asked me a year ago, I'd said coffee, but I stopped drinking coffee in the year. So now my drink of choice is nettle tea, um, because I was drinking far too much coffee, and I had big side effects when I came off it. I was like, oh, that's not so good. So nettle tea.
0: <laughs> Question eight. If you could have a lunch or dinner with any person, past or present, who would it be and why?
1: Oh, Jesus, totally. Because that would be so cool. I mean, I know that's a bit of a cliche answer, but I got to say, no, it would be so fun. Particularly, I don't know if you've seen The Chosen or if any of your listeners have seen The Chosen. If you haven't, this is a plug for it. It's an amazing show. Um, and it shows Jesus in a completely other new light. But this is going to be rapid fire. So I'll stop talking. But Jesus.
0: <laughs> I love that. I would follow do jesus and eve because i want to ask her why did you be so
1: deceptive in the garden and cause all this pain well yes but i would encourage you there's a book called eve by william paul young the guy who wrote the shack which will give you a whole new perspective on that i'm just saying
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay i had to check that one out and the shack is a movie now y'all too
1: yeah it is yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) question nine keep me honest here so I'm very observant and I see there's a bell in your background. What does the bell represent?
1: <laughs> that bell was a gift. Okay, so in my on in my community, we meet on Zoom on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and for the last probably 8 months towards the end of our conversation, you know you don't want people left with oh I wish I'd said. So I've been metaphorically ringing the bell for last orders for the last 8 or 9 months and then three days before, or perhaps the day before our final Zoom meeting for Christmas, this bell arrived in the post from one of my friends in Canada as a Christmas gift. The thing, I could ring it for you. The only thing is Zoom sometimes, you might not be able to hear it unless I change my settings. Let's try did you hear that? No, no. I didn't. But we'll, we'll, we'll imagine hearing it. <laughs> yeah, it's really, really loud. I mean, if we had time at the end, I know which button to tweak um, to so you can hear it. But it's a proper last orders bell. And it was, yeah, so that's the reason why it's there.
0: <laughs> I love it. And question 10. Boom, boom. We've made it to 10, y'all. So this <laughs> is how it goes. We could either pass or play. And here are the rules. If you pass, our roles are reversed and you get to ask me any question. If you choose to play, I ask one last question to wrap up
1: Rabbit Fire. So, do you want to pass or play? Ooh. Oh, ooh, ooh. I want to pass because I want to ask you a question. I don't know what question to ask you. Okay, I will pass and I will ask you one of the questions you asked me. Am I allowed to do that? Yes. Okay. Let's do that then. So if you could, and I apologize to any of your listeners who've asked, who've heard this question at you before. So if you could meet or have dinner with any person living or dead, who would you have dinner with other than Eve? Cause we know you've already established that she'd be quite a cool person to meet with.
0: Oh, hands down my, my dad. Cause my dad passed two years Aww. ago. So I would love to have dinner with him and just catch him up um, yep. and tell him about my daughter and etc even though he's in heaven looking down it would just be super stoked to just have dinner with him and just memories like we used to so
1: (laughs) oh that would be amazing and he could tell you how proud he is of you oh I love it that's so good wow oh
0: so thank you, y'all. And that concludes Rapid Fire with Elle and Genesis. I hope you learned a little bit more about who she is personally and professionally. So now we're going to jump into the meat and potatoes of the conversation, which is how she helps you be you here. So Elle, what got you embarked on this journey on helping people not only be themselves and solidify with who they are, but really be concrete and who they are, with no strings attached.
1: Oh, I have to give you the short version of this because it's a kind of a long story. So I, the whole journey towards Yuya started as is often the case with things with myself so I mean before we started recording I told you about my youngest child who's now 15 nearly 16 I actually have two other uh, older children uh, and so my eldest daughter's nearly 20 uh, and so when, when after she was born I had t- probably about 15 maybe slightly more long, years ago than that when the kids were little you'll you'll appreciate this as a young parent it can be quite stressful and at that time in my life yeah <laughs> at that time in my life I was trying really hard to be a really good wife and mum and I put all these expectations on myself. And I was slowly driving myself crazy. If I'd have gone to my family doctor at the time, they might have put me on medication. And with hindsight, I simply just needed to embrace who I am. Uh, I'm sure I've hidden it really well today, but I'm a little bit quirky and a little bit eccentric. I have to have lists for everything. I'm probably a little bit ADHD inclined. At the time, I was trying to be really straight and good and proper. Uh, And so it was was driving me crazy. And I happened upon um, a Bible weight loss course. uh, And it was... (laughs) It's just one of those God moments. And in essence, what happened, they basically said, if you're tempted to eat, let's say, I don't know, a Mars bar when you're not hungry, talk to God about it. And it was this introduction to God loving me just the way I am. And if I thought, well, if God can love me just the way I am, maybe I can love me just the way I am. And so I started little by little embracing who I am. And that was the beginning of the Yuya journey. And I, for probably about the last 10 years, I've been telling people to be YUIA is to be the person God created you to be, which it is. However, it was... April 2021-ish, I think, that Holy Spirit said to me, ask me for an acronym. And because it was God's question, I said, okay, could I have an acronym, please? And that's where the IER part came in. So Uia is you plus IER. You, the person God created you to be, which I knew a bit about, plus intentional expectant relationship, which you mentioned already. And that was the piece that I didn't have then. And so actually things over the last, oh, it's been the last three years now, really. Although I prayed the prayer when I was 12, like I grew up in a Christian family. Uh, I was loved into my head into heaven uh in my 20s as a result of that weight loss course it was really only about three just over three years ago where I sort of stepped into a another relationship with God, expecting to hear from him. Like I thought only like super holy people or prophets or hopefully, hopefully your local pastor. They were the ones that heard from God. I didn't really expect to hear from God every day. Uh, and that's that couldn't be further from the truth. Like I recognize that like, I don't know your audience. And so I know for some people, this might be a bit too much God for them. I'd encourage you insert whichever kind of like descriptive word you want to use instead. So if you're listening, don't get hung up on semantics because God doesn't get hung up on semantics. Um, but this IER piece of it, was a new level to it for me and so now everything I do is is led by God is like you know what we're going to do today and and very much sort of much more flowy I don't know if that's even the right word um and so like having had that experience for myself I mean I fully maintain whilst I see a value in medication for some people who who you know need their serotonin levels Um, increased and whatever. I also think there's a lot of people walking around with mental health diagnoses, either, you know, ones from the doctor or ones they've got over the internet, thanks to Google, who if they simply just embraced being who they are, We wouldn't need to be on medication because I know if I'd gone to my family doctor, I would have been put on medication for depression, anxiety, stress, you name it. And actually, all I needed to do was simply be me. Uh, And so that's why I'm so passionate about it. And so sometimes, depending upon the context, I get to do podcast interviews and we do talk about the IER part of it. Um, Sometimes we focus on the you being you part of it. It really depends on the audience. Um, But inside my community, it's it's all of it and both of it. but I do think it is the cure to mental health in many, many areas. Uh, I know that's a big claim, but.
0: <laughs> yes. And I love that you took the U and you add the IER to make it UER because you have intentional, expectant, and relationship. And for someone listening in that says, okay, Elle, I know who I am, but I don't know who I am in God. Christ, the universe, or whatever they believe in? And how do I know that I'm really walking in this life according to my creator's will and purpose for me? And I believe if I'm hearing you correctly, that's whenever it takes time for us to clear distractions and really focus on the intentional part of who it is that we are internally in order for us to show up externally. Then once you get that and you have that foundation. Maybe then the ex- we shift into the expectant part. Let's expect to receive the goodness, the grace, the mercy, the sovereignness, and all of this stuff. But then the most important part is: are the relationship. What type of relationship do we have? Is it a vertical relationship where we're talking upwards to our creator versus a horizontal relationship where we're seeking validation from people and things that were never really created and meant for us to be validated? And I'm just saying this from a visionary coach aspect, since I do coach, let me know if I'm hot on the button here.
1: (laughs) That's so good. I love it. You touched on so many pieces there because it's interesting. One of the things... I would maintain, actually, if people, the intentional expectant relationship piece, if actually we only focused on that piece, you couldn't help but be who you were created to be because and the example I give many times and I apologize to my community members because every time I do a podcast interview I share this with them and they'll heard this story before but I always give the example of me versus my mother my mum is great at baking she makes the best bread homemade bread is amazing if she however she's not so tech savvy we have taught her how to send gifts um you know the animated not gifts with a t on the end and she can do Facebook messenger so she's getting there if she woke up tomorrow and said I'm going to build a website but then she checked in with God and said do you think I should be building a website to today god he'd be like "Ah, oh, viv are you sure that's a good idea versus me if i woke up tomorrow and said i'm gonna bake bread for the entire street he'd be like are you sure l you get a bit distracted you might you know you do tend to burn, burn things i've burnt pasta more than once again if i checked in with god he'd be like well you know maybe you and your mom could do it together and so actually it would be so much easier to be who i was created to be if i have that relationship piece uh, and the I would fully maintain that actually you could pick me up and put me in any sort of circumstance. And whilst the specifics of how I do life might be different, I'd still be me. And so actually, because I went around in circles for a long time, thing finding, what's my thing? You know, what am I here to do? And actually, I maintain your thing is to be you in relationship with God. How that what the what the specifics of that and how that works out yes, you can go into that. And the easiest way to do that, I would maintain is talk to God about it. Uh, but actually, you know, if we if we start with that relationship piece, that's the bit that is like almost like a fast track to it. But the bit that is on my heart really because of my journey over the last three years or so is the realization that everybody can hear from God. Like if somebody is in relationship with Jesus, they have Holy Spirit living inside of them. They can expect to hear from God. Now I have had experiences prior to, it was November, 2019, if you want to date this, that was the first time I asked God a direct question. But prior to that, I'd had experiences of perhaps reading the Bible and something leaping off the page at me or having these inklings, you know, but it, it, I'd never consistently asked God questions, expect to hear an answer and all this sort of thing. And so actually that's the, that's the expectant part of it is expecting. So intentionally is intentionally, let's say asking a question, intentionally, okay, God, what's on your heart for me today? Okay, God, you know who would who who would you have me pray for today? Okay, okay. Another example I give: my dog, bless her, she passed away in November last year. Um, but prior to that, Molly, she lives on forever in all my stories because I kid you not, we I'd go out the front door. Okay, God, are we going soft spun or are we going beach? Uh, and I'd hear in my head one or the other, and sometimes I'd argue with God. Oh God, I don't want to go to the beach today. It's a bit cold. No, no. But every time I would go whichever way, we'd have these brilliant God adventures, and so it doesn't even necessarily mean need to be deep stuff. I mean, I've had conversations like, you know, proper Jesus conversations, but I've had friendship conversations and all that stuff. But actually, you can't do that unless you expect to have an answer. And so that's really part of it is asking a question, expecting an answer. And really the relationship its like, how do we build a relationship with anybody? Like I, I think you probably said it when you read my bio. It's like the relationship you have with your best friend or your spouse or, and your spouse, let's assume your spouse is your best, one of your best friends and you know, but that, you know, but somebody who you do life with, you know, face to face, the conversations, how do you, how do I, how do I know, how do I nurture my relationship with my husband by talking to him, by asking him questions, by expecting that he, you know, wants to hear about my day and all that good stuff. Uh, And and it's the same thing with God as well. But I also recognize this is not the kind of relationship, certainly not the kind of relationship I grew up hearing about in the traditional sort of Christian environments that I grew up in, Um, which is why I love the chance to sort of like talk To it about talk about it with other people because it's like night and day that kind of relationship. It takes away the rules, the regulations, the shoulds. I mean, I sat in church week after week. Okay, God, this will be the week when I read my Bible more. This will be the week when I pray more. It was exhausting. I mean, and now it's not like that. Like, yes, I read the Bible. Yes, prayer is just conversation. Like, I do all of that stuff, but not because I have to or to tick a box. It's just simply a part of doing life. And if I don't read my Bible, I mean, I'll be quite transparent. It's, I mean, we're going to date this now. It's the 3rd, isn't it? 3rd of January today? Yes. 3rd of January. I have not read my Bible since before Christmas. I mean, and they're like, oh, that's so shocking. But it's like, it doesn't matter. It's okay. I've been busy. I've caught a cold. I've done Christmas and all this other stuff in between. It's the relationship piece which really is important. I know that doesn't necessarily directly answer your question, but we go around the houses to get there.
0: (laughs) Yes, I I got the gist of it. And I believe the audience will catch the gist of it too. So if I, if I could recap, it's like, the intentional part is asking a question. That's what you're starting with. Okay, yeah. where should I go today? What should I do today? Is there someone that I should buy a meal or whatever the case may be? Whatever okay. has been laid on your heart, make that the question that you
1: ask mm. your creator. Oh. If you don't know what question to ask, a fun thing to do, because I love journaling with Holy Spirit, a fun thing to do. Okay, God, what questions would you like me to ask you? That's always a fun thing. And then like write down literally all the things that come to your mind. That's always really good fun too. If everyone, people like, oh, I don't even know what to ask. (laughs) Oh yeah.
0: And journaling is really cool because they could also always reflect back on what it was that they wrote. And then the expecting part, once that answer has been revealed to them, Or that blessing, they could write down that next to the question as their answer, and they could see the progress. And then the relationship is just simply communication and doing life, even though you can't see god or your creator or whatnot you know that your belief system in your creator is real just like you believe that the light switch will turn on just like you believe your car is going to run once you have gas or you charge it or whatever the case may be why don't you believe in the creator that made you as a masterpiece and just amazing you know Mm -hmm. so just think about it that way and then one of the things that i heard you talk about before is You you tell people you are what you think, but let's let's break this down because we've heard this said so many times Mm
1: -hmm. over and
0: over, no matter if it was you saying it or somebody else, and people are like, Okay, this is a new year, it's a new season. I don't Mm -hmm. want to have stinking thinking from last year come into the new year. So, how do I scrub away the old paradigms and introduce Mm -hmm. something new that allows me to flourish, thrive, and have that piece that I so long for?
1: That's such a good question. I would maintain, I think that actually, the because it's too easy, we rush into like, okay, what's next? I think it's really important to take time to to spend some time reflecting on the year that's ending. um This I actually love. But after Christmas and we get New Year, this week normally is usually my favourite week. um Except this week, I caught a cold off my mum, uh, and I, and so and you probably can't tell because we've never spoken before. But anybody watching this who knows me, like, oh your voice, is, oh is that ever so husky and um, and so but but and I don't. And so all, I, all I've been doing for the last three days is sleeping. I'm like, oh god, I've got so many things I want to do. It's so frustrating. However, what I love to do is first of all take some time on to, to on the on the year ending so and you can do this with God you can do this on your own if you want to I would maintain do it with God it's much more fun but like okay so identifying those pieces that you want to let go of what is what are the pieces that haven't been serving you but don't spend too much time there because really this is about looking at the new chapter, uh, and in terms of you are what you think, this is about recognizing the power of our brains like there's lots of relative I, mean, I say new neuroplasticity but I mean, it's not that new really but it's relatively new, this idea that we can lay pathways down in our mind by what we think, uh, and so your, your mind will filter in examples. so. Um, sometimes in my bios, I'm referred to as an irrepressible silver lining spotter. I never used to be. It happens now because my mind automatically will filter in the 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 the, the silver lining to the point where I have to be careful because sometimes people aren't ready to get there yet, uh, and the, the the real world um physical example of this is if you think about when you go for a walk in your local area you will have the paths that have been laid out by the council or your or your city planners or whoever but sometimes you'll notice notice that local people will cut across and actually we have pathways here that look like real paths uh, because they've been walked over so so often what i noticed though there's a pathway from about 2 years ago that for some reason, and and nobody talked to each other, but suddenly it stopped being used. And within two years, it's grown over. You'd not know there's a path there anymore. And the same thing happens in our minds. So the more that you, and I recognize it does take practice. And this is where I'd encourage you to set timers on your phone. The more that you practice thinking lovely thoughts, you know, what's good, you know, even set a timer every hour, what am I thankful for? in this moment even if that feels like a stupid thing to do like I recognize that oh that sounds really daft try it you know what 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 am I thankful for in this moment look around me what's making me smile right now the more that we practice laying those pathways down it it becomes like this self-fulfilling prophecy and it becomes easier so that's the way to change your thinking but in terms of the 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 new year and the new the the, stepping to this new season I think it is really important particularly if you've had a really difficult year you know we've covid hasn't gone gone but we feel like it's sort of gone you know because we're not like it's not quite so intense anymore but it's still there and even and but and there's also when if that's over there's other stuff that's like really tricky so i don't know what kind of year people have had and so it is really important to recognize what what's gone what what are the challenges from this week from this week from this year what are the pieces that maybe i'm, I'm in danger of taking with me into the new year because in doing that, and you could even um, write on a piece of paper and have, I'm not going to encourage you to have a bonfire in your house, but do some practical thing, whether it's writing, I've done this before, write it on toilet paper and then flush it down the toilet. Some, and yes, it's only symbolism, but actually symbolism is really powerful. And so there are pieces that you can then let go of. So they don't have to be part of your reality. One of the things we did inside the Blue House, my community, one our spiritual director, she led us in this thing called the Life Compass practice um, towards the end, just because we broke up for Christmas. And that was asking us to reflect on um what the West part of the compass, what are those things we're letting go of uh, and, and, and not taking with us into the new year. And it is really powerful. And sometimes like some of the things that came up for me, I was like, ooh, like my podcast in its current iteration, it's not is no more. Like I'm starting a brand new podcast. I would never have seen that coming if I hadn't taken the time to to reflect on, okay, and that's not to say it wasn't serving me. I love doing the podcast, but it's it's not for it's not for the next season. I use yes. that as a dast example, but you know, it's but making the time and taking the time to actually reflect on what do we want to let go of is really important. Um, but don't get stuck there. And I'm also advocate as well, and you know, you mentioned already you're a coach, it really helps to do this with somebody else whether that's in the community or whether that's with friends or with a coach, because sometimes we can get stuck and we can and we'll too often, uh, oh, this thing I did wrong. I didn't do that thing right. It's not about recognizing what you didn't do right. It's about recognizing those pieces that you, you know, you want to let go of. um, And but also where is the celebration even in those pieces? Okay, so things didn't go how I wanted them to, you know fine where's the gift in them because there are there is a gift in most things i mean leaving aside the tragic stuff of life which i'm not for one minute suggesting you want to find the gift immediately in that um although some would argue that there is a gift to be found, but that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> yes. But, but that, that that reflection piece before you move on feels really important because otherwise it's just like, oh, we're just burying our heads in the sand. And, and if you don't know what it is that has not been serving you, it's really hard to let go of it. I don't know if that helps or answers your question.
0: Yeah, it definitely helps. And just audience, just to kind of summarize what it is that I heard from it is If you keep going down the same path and the same road and you're ending up with the same results, that means whatever you are conjuring up in your mind is no longer serving you. So it is time to put that to the wayside. It is time to metaphorically light it on fire and let it burn. Or you could also do it literally, write it down on a piece of toilet paper, flush it down the toilet and say bye-bye to those nasty thoughts or bye-bye to that junk that just came out of your behind. Or- (laughs) What we did um, at a church one time was we wrote it down on a piece of paper, we sealed it in an envelope, and then they had this barbecue pit, so a self-contained fire, and you go put it in there because you're burning up the things that you no longer want to see or want to service. And like Elle said, that is symbolism, but it helps you feel good and you're being intentional on really reflecting on what it is that you're trying to discard in your life so you can move forward. Because if you keep thinking about what has happened, that is not allowing you to move forward or for you to have a a clear vision and focus on what it is that you are trying to manifest and call into your life so you could be fruitful. And there's so many other nuggets that Jem has that gems on the podcast has brought up that l has said and that i have said so i challenge you to go back and listen to this segment get your notebook out and take some notes and share what you have learned from this segment but now we're going to air switch gears and jump into the cta which is our call to action it's going to be brief but it's also going to make sure that you don't only listen to this but you apply what you heard so l what is your call to action for our audience today
1: i think excuse me i think it's really important because actually i want to just touch back on what you said The, the other reason why it's important is because of the way our minds work the the example of this is Facebook. The things that you click on, interact with, um, like Facebook feeds you more of the same. Your mind does the same thing. So it's really important. It's not just about making you feel better in the moment. It's actually about training your mind what to filter in. Uh, and so if you if you if you keep on like I say, keep having those junky thoughts, your mind will think that that's important to you, and it will keep serving more of the same. So that's why it's so important to do that. And and so it just felt important to mention that it's not just about making you feel better in the moment. It actually has a real neurological impact. Uh, it does become like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you start, I've had examples when I wrote fiction years ago, I was pondering on the character I wanted for a baddie and suddenly I'm walking down, driving down the street, there was a guy on the side of the road who was like, yes, him. Obviously it wasn't him, but I use that as an example. My mind filtered it in because it knew it was important to me. That's why this is really, really important. I know that's not a call to action in the traditional sense, but it's something practical that you can practice doing because it will make a difference. Even if you think it's stupid, if, even if you think it won't work for you, I would dare you to give it a try, because the more that you practice, uh, you know, what are the, focusing on those pieces that are important to you, the easier it becomes. And that's why it's powerful. Uh, in terms of like traditional CTAs, if people want to find out more, do stuff, go to yuvia.com and you can find all that good stuff there. But I just think it's really important to make sure that people know that it's not just like a feel good thing. Your mind really is incredibly powerful. Uh, and so it, it, but, and it takes practice, but the more that you practice it, the easier it becomes.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that, Elle, and adding on to that. And audience, uer.com is dot com because the I E R is the intentional, expectant, and relationship. Part that we talked about and you could also find Elle's social media links on her website and all of that jazz so you could become part of her community and get yourself to be a you mm-hmm. intentional expectant and relationship and also designing your life around who God created you to be And what it is that you want to be living a life full of expectancy and knowing that your life is secure because you're now tapping into your mission, your purpose, and your calling that your creator designed you to be. So if this segment has resonated with you, make sure you like, comment, follow, and subscribe. We're on 40 plus audio platforms. You can see the video to this recording by going to our YouTube channel which is GEMS with Genesis Amaris Camp. And lastly, but not least, my big ask, ASK, is for brand sponsors. It is paid sponsorship, and it does help the mission and movement behind the podcast, which is to bring on fabulous guests such as Elle, as well as curate topics that are educational, inspirational, and motivational, while also weaving in the need for diversity, Equity, inclusion, and belonging, because it does take all of us coming together to make this world a better place. And each one of us has incredible gems to share, but it's up to us to link arms and do life together and take the mission and movement further and faster. So if you like what you heard, think about it and tap in with each one of us, because we aren't created to do life alone. We're created to do life together. In a community, and you're a part of this community. So, until next time, peace, love, and lots of blessings. Have yourself an amazing day and be you here because there's no other you than you. So, just do it. Thank you for listening to another segment of GEMS podcast. Hope you enjoyed this recording. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. at gmail.com where your brand, your swag, your services can be here on GEMS Podcast.